Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 29 of Revelation chapter 11, and we'll be reading verses 14 and 15. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Now, uh, we're continuing to look to go carefully through this chapter verse by verse. And verse 14 tells us the second woe is past. And behold, the third woe cometh quickly. Now the word past is often translated as went, gone, or departed. It's only um, two times, I think, used uh, or translated as past. And the other time was back in Revelation 9, in verse 12, one woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more hereafter. And so, um, it, it's not really the word past, it, it just means one woe is gone, or one woe has went, and, uh, and now the second woe is gone, or went, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. Now, we realized back in Revelation chapter 8, after the first four trumpets had sounded, and all four of those trumpets, the first four trumpets, were dealing with God's judgment on the churches. And you can read Revelation chapter 8 to to see that. And then when we reach Revelation 8 verse 13, we read this, And I beheld... And heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. So there God is making that transition. The first four trumpets dealt with the judgment which began at the house of God, the corporate church. The last three trumpets, it says here, woe, 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 two, this is the target, the inhabitants of the earth, the nations of the world, the unsaved people that inhabit this earth. And just as the first four trumpets identified with the great tribulation period, the, the time when judgment was on the churches and congregations of the world, so too do the last three trumpets identify with Judgment Day. And we have to be careful and not get thrown off course by thinking there's some sort of chronological order. The first woe comes, and and that is past, and then the second woe comes, and that is past, and then the third woe, and and, uh, that that could lead people to think, well, these are... uh, references to different periods of time, but they're not. They're all identifying with the same judgment day 
judgment which began on May 21, 2011. All three woes deal with that point, and all three woes deal with the prolonged judgment that follows, which very likely will be for a time of 1,600 days. And and then the judgment would be complete, if we're correct. And uh, another thing to remember is that each one of the woes identifies with a trumpet blast. And this is why, uh, beginning in Revelation 9, verse 1, the fifth angel sounded. That was the fifth trumpet. And then we read about the uh, smoke coming up out of the pit and the locusts out of the smoke and so forth. And then following all that information in Revelation 9, verse 12, it says again, One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more hereafter. Well, when did that woe begin? It began at the sounding of the fifth trumpet. And and then it ends when God says it, it ends. And so the the fifth woe, the fifth trumpet blast ended in Revelation 9.12. And then it foretold two woes come more hereafter. And then in Revelation 9.13, it says, And the sixth angel sounded. That begins the second woe. And then uh, we we go through the rest of Revelation 9 to the end of the chapter. We read of the 200 million and the slaying of the third part of men and the rest of the men um, not repenting. And then into Revelation chapter 10 through the whole chapter, into Revelation chapter 11, up until verse 14 of Revelation 11, that says the second woe is past or gone, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. Well, we we went over all this ground. We covered all the information from uh, the conclusion of that first woe through the second woe, and now we're going to begin discussing the third woe, which cometh quickly, and it comes in the very next verse in Revelation 11 verse 15, it says, And the seventh angel sounded. Now again, that would be the third woe. The fifth trumpet was the first, the sixth trumpet was the second, and now the seventh trumpet identifies with the third woe. This is the third and final woe. God is continuing to discuss judgment upon the inhabitants of the earth. He is continuing to discuss Judgment Day itself. Well, in verse 15 it says, And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Now this seventh angel that sounds is the last of the seven. He uh, he is the last trumpet. And the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 what is to take place at the sound of the last trumpet. In 1 Corinthians 15, beginning in verse 51, it says, Behold, 
I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. So, the last trumpet is the seventh trumpet, and it sounded. And we'll see that it sounded on May 21, 2011. Well, if that's true, if on May 21, 2011, the last trumpet sounded, then why were we not changed? That's the obvious question, because it says in 1 Corinthians 15 that we shall all be changed at the end of verse 51 in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. And there is the definition of being changed. It is to be raised from the dead, to receive one's resurrected body. And that should happen at the last trump. Well, if, according to what E-Bible Fellowship is teaching, that May 21, 2011 was Judgment Day, the three woes sounded simultaneously, they all identify with Judgment Day, why then weren't we changed? It's an obvious question, and it's a good question that deserves an answer. And the answer is that Judgment Day, which began on May 21, 2011, is not finished yet. That is, the Day of Judgment is still underway. God began to blow the trumpet, just like he began to bring judgment, and he has continued to bring judgment all the days since May 21, spiritually, as the door to heaven has remained closed throughout this entire period of time and these days after the Great Tribulation. And therefore, the trumpet has continued to sound. Now, in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 52, where in the beginning of the verse it says, In a moment in the twinkling of an eye. And the Greek word translated in there is correct. It should be translated in. But then when it gets to the next phrase, at the last trump. Well, the English word at is a translation of the same Greek word translated in in the first part of the verse. And it should be translated in. And then it would read, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, in the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound. And just think of um, trumpet sounds that you've heard. Maybe you've seen or heard someone blow a long blast on a trumpet. And It wasn't just a a single toot, and he took it away from his mouth, but he put it to his lips, he put his head back, 
and he sounded as long as he could. He held the note, and that's the idea. Except, of course, this is spiritual, and 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 God can hold this trumpet blast for as long as he desires, just as he can identify a prolonged period of time, 1,600 days, likely, as a single day, if God it so pleases to do. And and here here's a, a biblical account, a historical account of the idea of this last trumpet sounding in a prolonged manner. In Exodus chapter 19, in Exodus 19, uh, we read in verse 13, There shall not a hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through, whether it be beast or man, it shall not live. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. And then a little further down in verse 18, And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke, because Jehovah descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long, and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. Well, there we have um, an illustration, a historical illustration of this idea of a prolonged trumpet blast. When the trumpet soundeth long and waxes louder and louder. And, and so that, that's the idea that 1 Corinthians 15 has in view. And, and here we are where we're into the period, uh, the final judgment of mankind, and the trumpet has begun to sound and is sounding throughout the days that we have lived so far upon the earth in the day of judgment and will continue to sound up until the very last day. Now, Let's suppose we're correct and in our understanding and God completes the judgment after 10,000 days, the 8,400 days of the Great Tribulation combined with 1,600 days of Judgment Day, totaling 10,000, which of course is a number signaling completeness. And on the 10,000th day, which would be October 7th, 2015, that uh, also happens to be the last day of tabernacles and the last day of harvest, on that 10,000th day, then the trumpet completes its sounding, that sounding that has been ongoing for over four years at that point. Four years, four months, and 16 days is what 1,600 days is. And... It finishes, and and therefore, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, in the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. And, And so that last day is the day of the resurrection, as they rise first, as we read in 1 Thessalonians 
in chapter 4, it says, in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, that's chief messenger, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now we have complete harmony. We have harmony between 1 Corinthians 15, between 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and with our verse in Revelation 11, that the seventh angel sounds on May 21, 2011, uh, it's a prolonged trumpet blast. The the messenger of God soundeth long. And then at the end of these days of judgment, the completion of the wrath of God, finally it's the last day. And that day identifies with the language of the Bible that says, I will raise you up at the last day. Or... The, the resurrection at the last day, and the judgment at the last day, they all fit together and harmonize. Once we understand that biblical principle concerning what God has done with time, and it is biblical because Hebrews 3 tells us how the Lord considers those who uh, spent the 40 years wandering in the wilderness God identifies that entire 40-year period as the day of temptation in the wilderness. And and again, that's God's prerogative. If he wants to do that kind of thing, if he wants to identify a long period of time as a moment, which he's also doing with Judgment Day, or as an hour, which he did with the Great Tribulation, in one hour has thy judgment came, or with a day. There is no hindrance. There is no one who can say, you can't do that, God. Well, when we read the Bible, we see God has done that. And that's what he has done at this time. And that helps him to lay the snare. As he says, well, Judgment Day begins on May 21, 2011, and everyone's looking for that day, that 24-hour period, And when it passes, oh, what a relief. Oh, nothing happened. We, uh, we told you that no man can know the day or hour. And, and everyone goes back uh, to their sins. Everyone goes back, uh, to the world, to the church, to, uh, to their, their former sins, to their former doctrines. Everyone now, uh, is at ease. And and when man is at ease, he returns to what he knows best, to his uh, his sinfulness, and and that's exactly what has happened. And yet God did indeed bring the day of judgment, and has continued to bring it. And and it's a really not that difficult a concept to understand. And yet uh, when you hear individuals who ought to know better they they point to 
1 Thessalonians 4, or they point to 1 Corinthians 15, and they say, well, look, it says at the last trump, which is judgment day, it's the resurrection. It's the time of being lifted up. And and then they'll ask the question, now, were we resurrected on May 21? No, no. So, therefore, it was not judgment day. And they are completely missing what God has done. And unless God opens their eyes, they have been ensnared in the way that God has hid judgment day to the eyes of the natural man. Well, um, uh, let's, let's go back to Revelation 11. Revelation 11 and verse 15. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Well, th- this is a, a wonderful, a glorious, uh, uh, just a, a beautiful verse that really um, helps us a great deal to see the good, the positive thing that came out of May 21, 2011. Uh, we have spent a lot of time talking about the end of God's salvation, and that's very grievous and sorrowful. It's tragic. But here, God is looking at another aspect of Judgment Day. And this is super glorious. This is the point when the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our Lord. Well, hold on. Did that happen? On May 21, 2011, someone might say, I look around and I don't see God ruling. I, I, I see incredible wickedness, incredible evil all around. Things are getting worse. Well, yes, that's true. But that doesn't mean that the kingdoms of this world have not become the kingdoms of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Lord willing, when we get together in our next Bible study, we're going to spend some time with this wonderful topic that the Lord Jesus has been exalted. He has been victorious and he has conquered Satan and his kingdom and now reigns over all that Satan previously reigned over. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.